0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio.
1: Do you think you could tell if your child had symptoms of a mental health problem? The latest child health poll from the Royal Children's Hospital of Melbourne, published this week, found that just 35% of Aussie parents feel confident that they could recognise signs of a mental health problem in their child. A third of pro- parents also felt that a child's mental health problems were best left alone to work themselves out over time. Joining us on the line to explain is Dr. Anthea Rhodes. She's the Director of the poll and Paediatrician at the Royal Children's Hospital of Melbourne. Hi, Anthea. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. I'm well, thank you. What are some of the key signs that something might be wrong with your child? And and we're focusing on the six and under here because that's that's quite a specific age group, isn't it?
0: It is and look they're probably among the trickiest I think really. It can be tricky with teens at the other end as well but certainly the younger children um, it's really at times quite difficult for parents to know whether something's just a phase or you know some more difficult behaviour or whether it's really a problem and, and something that they need to get some advice
1: about. And and how do we how do we work that out? Because I'm I'm just a bit I'm a bit worried that we might be pathologizing what is normal or yeah. developmental emotions because you children can have such big mood swings and now that we're in term four you know and, and sometimes you just look at them and go I have no idea what I've said you just then I've said. tried I've
0: tried food I've tried sleep <laughs> and these yeah things aren't helping yeah look I think really what the important message is when patterns of behavior or moods or emotions in um, infants, toddlers and young children start to become a problem with the way they function, then that's when we really need to think about whether this might be an issue. And what that means, what what I mean when I'm saying the way they function, it's a way that a child can play, interact with other children, grow and learn, because really they're the, the jobs of childhood, of early childhood. And if the way a child is behaving or the way that they're feeling starts to impact on them doing those things on a day-to-day basis, then that's a reason to think, you know, maybe it's more than just a phase and I should have a
1: chat to someone. And um, when I hear you say that, I think about my own kids and particularly the one that's at primary school now. And I think, I, I worry, I think, oh, you know, sometimes, you know, she can be combative, she can be defensive, this, that and the other. And then when you say that, I think, but if it was... Her, harming her in some her harming her development yeah. in some way I would notice but what this poll is actually saying is that parents aren't noticing
0: and, well parents aren't confident that they would notice okay. is what okay. what we learned from the poll is that parents sort of are thinking oh I'm not sure if I would spot that sign and I'm not sure if I would know whether I needed to be worried about it and I think um what we learned from the study is that it's common for parents to be unsure a lot of parents felt that they don't know what the range of normal is and you know where to draw the line and that perhaps what we learn from that is that we need some more education we need to have conversations just like this so that we can help parents to understand when they need to be worried and when things are okay and also we learned that around half of parents said they weren't sure where they would go for help if they were a bit concerned so important message there as well is that you know in schools child care centres kindergartens there's often someone that's going to be really helpful to chat to about your child's social and emotional well-being. Then, of course, your GP and your child health nurse are all great first ports of call if you're just not
1: sure. And, listen, we'll get on to what... um, Because this poll was really about asking parents their thoughts and feelings. But as a paediatrician, do you think that most parents... Um, can notice when there's something significantly, si- significant happening with their child. Like, you know, we talk about our gut feeling yes. as parents. Do you think that most parents, even though we may not be sure ourselves, but we do you think most of us would notice if something was going on?
0: parents are underestimating their own abilities. Yes. I think I think that as parents, you know, you sort of get handed this big ticket to start worrying for I've got three young kids myself <laughs> and you just think, is this ever going to end? And what people tell me is no, actually. that <laughs> It's more and more complicated. But um, a lot of the time I find when I see parents that, you know, they do have the skills there to notice things and they do know their child. And I think a really important message is to trust that instinct. And if as a parent you're thinking, I'm not sure about this, well, then I would say you're already at the space where you should have a chat to someone. You know, if you're thinking, you know what, the way that my child has been over the past few weeks or, you know, towards the end of this month or is really starting to worry you as a parent, then have a chat to someone. It may be that you get reassured and that's really helpful because that will settle your worries as well and, and that all feeds on to the family and the child. Or it may be that they say, you know what, maybe you could try this or try that, something simple that can turn things around before they get embedded and get much harder to tackle.
1: What are the things that parents said made them feel more confident that they'd be able to tell if their child needed help?
0: So we found that parents who reported connecting with their kids most days of the week, and we can talk a bit more about what that means and what that might look like, But those parents felt more confident that they would spot a sign if one was there. So spending time interacting with kids in a way that focuses on the child Just for a few minutes, but every day is what we found was really important in building that relationship between parents and children and helping parents to feel confident. They would know if something was up when it came to their child's mental well-being.
1: And that sounds like a pretty fair assumption to make, right?
0: Yeah, it does. And what was really interesting as well, though, was that we found parents of very young children. And, you know, I know a lot of your listeners have have little ones, particularly dads of very young children were sometimes unsure about how to connect with their kids or what they really needed to do to focus on their children. So I think there's also, you know, a message there for us to help reassure parents that it doesn't mean sitting down and having a, you know, heavy chat. (laughs) It, It just means taking a moment to be free from distraction where your attention is on your child and you can interact over something that is enjoyable for them. So with little ones, you can build that into day-to-day life around you know changing a nappy, preparing a meal or or to do with play, bath time is great, book time at night, taking those few minutes every day is what builds that attachment and all of that feels it sort of feeds into resilience and emotional well-being in kids.
1: You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Dr. Anthea Rhodes. She's a paediatrician and director of the Royal Children's Hospital's National Child Health Poll. It's a bit of a mouthful, but basically they come and take snapshots of um, what's happening with our kids health-wise. This latest report was released in time for Mental Health Day, and we're talking about children and mental health problems and whether you would notice it or not as a parent. Um, I was really interested, Anthea, in your findings around a parent's perception of depression in primary age children, Mm. because I admit, I think I would have been one of those parents who didn't realise that it could be an issue.
0: Yeah. So we found around half of parents weren't um, aware that primary school age children can get depression, and I guess linked into that, um, they they weren't confident that they would spot the signs of what depression might look like in a young child, and some of those things um, include physical symptoms. So children who have um, frequent pain that's unexplained, tummy aches, headaches that goes on for a period of weeks and is affecting their ability to get to school or to you know, go and play with their friends or to do things that they would normally enjoy can be a sign of depression. Children who withdraw, who don't want to get out and play, who seem to have low levels of energy, those sorts of things aren't typical for, you know, primary school aged kids and they can be warning signs.
1: And how much um, does... Different parenting styles come into whether a family will actually seek help for their child or not. I noticed um, you found that many dads themselves don't know where to find help. We know that's a problem yeah. with men generally in Australia when it comes to mental health. Yeah. But this translates into parenting styles as well, doesn't it?
0: It definitely does. And, um, you know, we asked parents about how they thought things might best be managed, and around a third of parents told us that social and emotional problems in kids that might be better left alone just to work themselves out over time. And um, we do know from lots of research now that, in fact, getting help early can help kids to get better more quickly and helping with a problem when it's in its very early stages might stop it becoming really embedded and becoming a more serious mental health concern. So I think important for us to know that that's still very much... A lot of families aren't sure that they would seek help don't know that it's really going to be worthwhile for them. But a really important message is that getting help early does make a difference. Kids can break these sorts of patterns and, you know, you can prevent a lot of more long-standing mental illness if we tackle it early in childhood.
1: And just to recap, you did mention about where parents can go if they think they need help. One of the things that comes to me is the fear of um, putting your child on a certain path, the fear of pathologising, mm. what they might be experiencing. But your point is that you don't have to take the first step, doesn't have to be straight to a child psychologist, does it?
0: Definitely not. I think that the first step really involves, if you've got a child who's engaged with childcare or at kindergarten or school, then the first step would be to have a chat with um, people who are around your child in that environment to understand whether they've got concerns too. You know, these patterns of behaviour or emotion that are affecting the way your child's functioning on a day-to-day basis, really helpful to get another opinion. And sometimes that might mean direction to some resources and that might be as far as things need to go. Your GP is a great sounding board or the child health nurse. And if it then looks like simple strategies aren't going to help tackle things for you and your child, then you might get onto more you know specialized help like a psychologist which would you know is very much fantastic when it's needed but taking that first step doesn't mean you're labeling your child and it doesn't mean that you're on a pathway to making a really big deal out of nothing it means that you're taking some action to try and turn things around in the early stages for everyone before you're dealing with a bigger issue.
1: Anthea thank you so much for your time today. My pleasure, Siobhan. That was Dr. Anthea Rhodes. She's a paediatrician and director of the Royal Children's Hospital National Child Health Poll. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.